Hey there, healthyish listeners. Thanks for tuning into this app of the Body and Soul Potty with me, Felicity Harley. So I want to let you in on a secret. Whenever we have an expert talking about overcoming fear, our downloads, yes, that's the number of times you listen to an app, go off. So when I heard about Tammy Hewitt, a life coach from Mama Life Is Now and her new campaign called Kicking Fear in the Butt, I wanted to get her on to share how to actually do that, how to get rid of fear in your life. Well, I suppose you can't really get rid of it, how to keep it in control. And she's going to tell us all about that today. Now, if you like what you hear from Tammy, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish talking about how to stop fear controlling your life. Just search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Tammy, welcome to Healthy-ish. Thank you for coming on today. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Now, firstly, I love the name of your campaign, Kick Fear in the Butt. Just start us off. Tell us what this is all about. (laughs) Yeah, boom, kick. (laughs) So really kicking fear in the butt. So it all started actually in this very room um, that used to be a bedroom where I hit rock bottom with my mental health after having little Indy, who's now 22 months old, I developed shingles of the eye due to all the stress and it meant that I was actually isolated from her for 12 um, 12 nights, 13 days, which so difficult. She was 10 months at the time um, and for all of um, you that are mothers out there would know how incredibly difficult that would have been. Literally your baby crying and you know that your baby wants you and you couldn't go to your baby and, you know, your mental health put you in a place where literally you're basically confined to four walls. So that's where it actually started because during that whole, um, you know, few days, well, not few days, 12 nights was, you know, I went through every stage of grief and I ended up at a place like it was quite, it's quite strange, but cool, where um, at the end, probably about by day 10, um, after I went through all the, you know, sadness, you know, the grief, the anger, all of that sort of thing, I ended up at a place where I felt so incredibly empowered. And then somehow, I don't know, I was looking out into the water, we overlooked the water and I'm like, kick fear in the butt. And it literally was born like that. And it was from that deep, dark place of feeling so helpless and me saying, I need to do this for my recovery but I also want to inspire others to kick their fears in the butt. So feel the fear, but be courageous anyway. So talk, tell us a bit about, you know, first when you became a mother, did you, we, did you struggle with your mental health then or, you know, the transition from the corporate world to the motherhood world? Yeah, definitely. So I, um, in hindsight, I had perinatal anxiety. So throughout pregnancy, I was very anxious. I didn't, even though... <laughs> I wasn't aware of it, to be honest, at the time, Um, and my obstetrician didn't pick it up either, so I guess I sort of slipped through the system with that. But, yes, I was quite anxious. And then once I had Indy, once I gave birth, like everything turned upside down. Like I was having quite severe, um, you know, physical symptoms of anxiety, like, you know, a lump in my throat where doctors were trying to work out because I'd vomited all through pregnancy. I was one of the lucky ones with hyperemesis. Oh, I, <laughs> I was too, so I can empathise with you. Oh, God, how bloody hard is that? 
horrible. Um, yeah, so that's the thing. Like I literally gave birth and I'm like to my obstetrician, I've got this lump in my throat, you know, is it permanent damage? And anyway, so no. And she thought, oh, you know, maybe it is. And it took about two weeks after having Indy when I seen a community nurse and they did an assessment, the mental health assessment. And, you know, my depression was up there, but anxiety was basically through the roof. And I think from that moment I had basically panic attacks almost all day, every day. Um, I struggled. I wouldn't be by myself for the first six weeks at all. I just didn't trust myself that what if I dropped my baby accidentally? Um, what if I did something wrong? So I was, you know, I had so much anxiety and fear about, you know, becoming a mum when I looked forward to this my entire life. So how did you, you know, deal? you obviously sought, um, sought help, which is you know, first and foremost, the most important thing. But how did you kind of pull yourself out of it in some in some way? If you actually have now, I mean, you are you still struggling with this? I'm still struggling a little bit, um, but to be honest, it's for other reasons, uh, which I can't completely go through. But <laughs> that's like okay. That, um, when I returned to my corporate job, I only went back for two hours, um, and there's some stuff that's been happening in the last twelve months. And all I can say is we need to make big, big changes to the system. Um, you know, and that's what's, you know, held my mental health back. But I guess how I really got to a place where I am feeling more confident, I'm facing my fears and my mental health has improved. It's really the fact that I took control because, again, being a mum of the pandemic, I had to wait 12 weeks to seek mental health support, which was when I was leaving minute by minute, waiting till seven o'clock. Don't recommend this, obviously, but I took a sleeping tablet every day for months. And, you know, to be in that state and to be told 12 weeks, I'm like, no, I'm not accepting that. And that's when basically I started my own healing where I tried all different modalities, like some more alternative things as well. How can I improve? And I use my scientific mind like I'm a scientist and I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? And, you know, I just tried all these different things until I could get mental health support. And did any of those work for you? 100%, yeah. So like even like EFT, so emotional freedom techniques, so tapping, um, you know, the tapping on the meridians, like that really, really calmed down, you know, my body, like general mindfulness practices, meditation I struggled with at that time because obviously I was so frazzled. But it was more around understanding the science behind why we feel anxious and get panic attacks and like, okay, well, there's no lion, but I need to show my body that there's no lion. So I'm like, okay, doing star jumps. And it's like as if I just tried to pull it apart, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, it makes absolute sense. So how, you know, today when you're, you know, you can feel that fear rising. I mean, I think we can all identify with this when we know, you know, whether that be am I a good enough mother? Am I performing well at work because I'm trying to manage everything at home? You know, I mean, we all all struggle with this. I struggle with this in, in, you know, in what I do. How can we kick fear in the butt in that moment? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, for me, kicking fear in the butt, it's it's having that awareness of how you're feeling. So first of all, acknowledging it. So how you're feeling, but don't buy into it. Don't go down that rabbit hole, but acknowledging it. And also then having the desire to not feel that way. And I think that's the biggest part. So it's making that decision to say, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So I'm going to, you know, kick fear in the butt and, you know, face fear head on. So you need to make that decision because without that decision, you know, once you come across this fear, like it is bloody scary and it's like every day I'm facing fear but I'm like you know what me more importantly it's like I don't want to feel like this but also I want to be the best role model for Indy like you know my little girl and show her that 
no matter what we go through, like we can get through this. So it's just, again, in that moment, it's having the awareness and the desire to want something different for yourself and your family. And I think also, you know, when you've you've got that awareness, you can have those tools in your toolbox to know, okay, I'm not in a good space right now. What is going to make me feel better? Is it meditation? Is it exercise? Is it picking up the phone and I need to know exactly what to do when I'm feeling like that and then do it. Exactly. And that's been empowered, right? Because you've got those tools and there's not one tool that fits all. And even like what I found is that different modalities, like for different days, and it's literally like, it depends how I'm feeling, but it's getting to know your body, your mind, um, and what works for you in that moment and trying and also being curious. It's like, okay, well, I trialed that. Don't get all frazzled. What can I, what else can I try? So it's just taking control of that fear instead of it controlling you. Yeah, trying different things. Tammy, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. If you do want to know more about Tammy's campaign, I'll leave links to that in the show notes. If you want more from us, jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and you can actually comment on this particular episode. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.